0: Hello and welcome to Veronica's real estate tips. As promised, today I'll be discussing the market seasonality and how it can influence a decision to buy or sell a home. I'm a realtor in the San Francisco Bay Area, but a lot of the Bay Area market seasonality is similar to that of California as a whole and other states as well because a lot of real estate market seasonality is driven by holidays, school recess and external events. Local, state, and federal government policies also play a big role in the real estate market. For example, uh, Proposition 19 recently passed in California, and it gave some benefits to victims of wildfires and homeowners over 55. But it did take away something from other people. It took away the ability of people to transfer multiple properties to their children without raising the tax base. So say there's a family that owns like 10 properties and before they were able to give all of those properties which were mostly investment properties to their kids and their kids didn't have to pay a higher tax rate. Now those parents would only be able to give the kid one house for the kid to live in and then the kid would just not have to pay a higher tax rate but those other nine properties, those investment properties, would receive a higher tax basis. So a lot of people scrambled to you know, transfer their properties between generations before the law went into effect. Let's jump into how the market changes season by season, starting with January, the very first month of the year. So the first two weeks of January are extremely sluggish because most people are recuperating from the holidays and school hasn't started yet. So people are still spending time with their family, they're recuperating, they're not really thinking about real estate this early. The couple of first few weeks of the year. There is an opportunity for buyers in the first few weeks of the year and also the last couple of weeks of the year to get a bargain, to get a discount on a home if the home has been sitting on market for a while. Say there is a home that came out in late November or December and no one has been paying attention to it and it's the first week of January and you see it and you think, huh, you know, maybe I should try offering below list price. Maybe they'll accept it. And some sellers are very stubborn, but some sellers, you know, they just get tired from having to continue paying their taxes and all the fees associated with the home being on market, and they're just ready to sell after a home has been sitting there for a couple of months. So those, that slow time of the year, you know, end of December, January, is actually a very great opportunity to actually get a bargain. February is when things start to pick up and new listings start hitting the market. Listings that have been on market for a while are finally being sold, much to the relief of sellers who listed in November and were waiting this entire time. So, February is when the market wakes up, you know, spring awakening, and it starts, you know, slowly you see more and more listings come out and more sales are being made. February is when if you were thinking about buying a house, if you're serious about it, do it now. Do not wait until March because March is madness. So for buyers, February is really like the last chance for like the next three or four months they're going to get to buy a house at a reasonable price and not have to get involved in like a 20 or 30 offer bidding war. So March is the busiest month of the year. March is when everything is bought and sold, things are moving super fast, there's a multitude of transactions and lots of bidding wars. It is worth mentioning that the COVID 19 pandemic had an effect on March, making it even more busy than usual. The single family home market just exploded, and the surrounding counties had become so competitive that, you know, in March 2021, I saw homes sell for 2 million that were listed for only 1.2 million, so 800K over asking. March is the perfect time for sellers, but probably the worst time for buyers, because although there is a lot of inventory, there's also a ton of competition, and sometimes there isn't enough inventory, so then there's even more competition. So, you know, if you're a seller, definitely list in March, and if you're a buyer, you know, you can still go out and buy in March if you don't mind paying a premium, but if, you know, you have a tight budget, I suggest wait for a quieter market where there won't be as much competition. April and May are pretty similar to March, usually being a seller's market with sellers getting multiple offers, unless they really mess up the pricing. As a seller, you always want to price a house slightly below the market value, enticing more buyers to write offers. June is when the market softens a bit because the second week of June, schools have their summer recess and families want to spend more time together. July and August tend to be slow as people travel and take time off to enjoy the good weather. Some buyers are still out there looking for homes during the summer while others take some time off to return in the fall. The end of summer can be a busy time for sellers who tend to use the last couple of months of summer to prepare to put their homes on market in either September or October. Interestingly, this past summer of 2021, the market did not slow down as usual until the very beginning of August. COVID-19 was not going away as soon as hoped, so there was still fierce competition for single-family homes and homes with more space. The condominium market, though, was quieter, and condo buyers had an opportunity to buy under-asking. The market heats up again briefly but intensely in September when there is an influx of inventory and good news for buyers who are unable to get a house in the spring. The hot market generally lasts the entire month of September and one or two weeks in October, depending on the year. During presidential election years, the market tends to behave irregularly in the fall due to some public apprehension. Fall is a mixed bag in terms of sellers versus buyers market. September is definitely a seller's market, with sellers getting multiple offers and homes selling quickly. October and November are slower and present more opportunities for buyers. As always, it depends on property type, with single-family homes being the hot commodity since the pandemic started, and condominiums and high-rises being a lot less competitive in general. When we get to the end of the year, December, it's generally a very slow market. This is when many people celebrate holidays, take vacations, and generally do less work stuff and more fun stuff. Buying and selling houses is not something most people consider fun because it does cause some stress. Only the most serious buyers and sellers stay in the market during December. As I mentioned in the beginning of the episode, December is when it may be possible for buyers to get a house for a bargain. Thank you for listening to Veronica's Real Estate Tips. I hope I was able to provide a good overview of the market seasonality in the San Francisco Bay Area. Next time, I'll be discussing why your home is not selling.